Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Thank you for clicking on. You got Doc Holliday's Tea Party. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. You're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And we're glad to have you with us. You, We are in the middle of May, the month of May. So many things are happening. Things are clearing up on the presidential front for the Republican nomination. We'll be talking in today's show about Mitch Daniels. Also, we will remind you, Osama bin Laden is still dead. And we'll talk about some of the reverberations that are coming from the death of Osama bin Laden. Not only that, we're going to talk a little bit about a little bit more about the American salt on his compound in Pakistan. And then we're also going to uh, talk about where does the war on terror go from here. <clears throat> so we're going to identify some strategic facts that you may not have heard at other places. So today's show has got a lot of exciting things along with this week's Doc Holliday's Tombstone Award. The recipient is highlighted because of the death of Osama bin Laden. So you don't want to miss the Tombstone Award this week. It'll be coming up in a few minutes. And at the end, we will have our Rock of Liberty speech. And it's about business in America today. If you have a business in America today, or if you're a taxpayer, you want to hear this week's Rock of Liberty speech. So we have a lot of things going on. Let's get right into what we're going to talk about on the news. Osama bin Laden is still dead. Now... Out of all the things coming out of about Osama bin Laden, right under the nose of the Pakistani military at their uh, equivalent of the West Point base, right there in uh, the city where he was where he was captured, just I mean uh, shot, just 70 miles short of the capital of Islamabad. <laughs> wow! And I and to think that uh, he's been there since 2005, unbelievable. But let me talk about a little bit on that compound. There's one thing that I found interesting. You didn't see it. I only saw it in one report. But I'll tell you about it just because I, had, I know someone a few years back, and he said, Ed, I believe you'll find Osama bin Laden where there's a wicket. A wicket? What is a wicket? And this was his, he said he had a dream, and uh, this person had a dream, and he said, you'll find Osama bin Laden with a wicket, where you find a wicket. I didn't know what a wicket was, do you? Well, it's a point you score when in a cricket game. When you score a point, as a wicket in a cricket game. Now, what's a cricket game? Well, anybody knows much about the British. They, they invented the game of cricket, I believe. And if I'm wrong, you email me at radio at tparty.ms and tell me where it's invented. But I believe it's pretty much put together by the British. And if anybody's seen it, seen it played, it's you whack a ball is not a light ball is a heavy one and that ball is uh will go places but you got to hit it hard and it is the passion of pakistan to play cricket and lo and behold one of the reporters found out that right there in the, the compound where bin laden was uh hiding that a lot of the local boys and they they play cricket and they loved uh, they played next door to Osama bin Laden's compound. And one of the things that they 
would try to do, they'd try with all their might to knock it over the wall. And these are heavy balls, or cricket ball is, but they would try to get it over the wall. You know why? Because they weren't allowed to come in and get the ball. But the, I guess the, whoever's keeping the compound there, he wouldn't let them come in, but he would pay them more for the ball than what the ball was worth. If the ball was worth, say, 50 cents, he'd give them a dollar. So he'd almost double what the ball was worth. So therefore, a lot of the the guys, young guys around there, they would try to knock the cricket ball over the walls of the compound. So that's just an interesting tidbit. Why did I say that? I'm just saying Osama bin Laden was not hiding in a cave. He wasn't hiding in the cave. He's right out there playing cricket for all. I mean, I know he wasn't out there playing cricket with them, but I mean, they were playing cricket next to his compound. Wow. So let's go on and, and uh, hit some of the other news part. Uh, we can talk about the assault. You know, let me tell you something. I love the Tea Party movement. That's why we got Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And I'm glad you're listening to us. I love to talk to you every week. I love to bring you some reports you won't hear anywhere else. Now, I have heard, let's just be honest, I've heard some people go, oh, my goodness, Obama's getting all this praise and adoration because of uh, Navy SEALs did and getting bin Laden. Let's give credit where credit's due. The entire military, all our intelligence services, everybody needs credit. But I will give credit where it's due to uh, Obama. President Obama went in. And he made a decision, and Osama bin Laden is dead. Let's pat our president on the back. Thank you, President Barack Obama. Thank you. You know, there's other times I've noted, uh, not a whole bunch of times, but when the president does something good, let's say yes, pat him on the back, and uh, say thank you. He is the president of the United States. He's my president. He's your president. And I'm, I'm proud that he got Osama bin Laden. Now, some people are just gritting their teeth and getting all hung up on, my goodness, his, his uh, approval standings going up. And, oh, my goodness, listen, listen. <laughs> Remember what happened to Winston Churchill right after World War II? Won a great victory for the British all over the world, the British Empire. And, oh, Winston Churchill hung bully tough. I mean, he was tough, and he uh, probably moved uh, the free world like no other voice in the 20th century. Now, what happened as soon as the next election rolled around right after World War II, and I think it was 1946? <laughs> he got beat. He got thrown out of office. What happened to uh, George Bush the first, our first President Bush? He won the Gulf War. His uh, approval standings were up around 90%. And what happened? He got beat the next election. He scared away from the strong Democratic contenders. And Bill Clinton came in. And Ross Perot uh, came in as an independent. And he got beat after he won the Gulf War. So, you know, don't, don't get all hung out on this. The American people, when it comes down to it, they can be smart. And you think, you say, Ed, well, how did President Obama get elected in the first place? Well, it's not because the American people were smart that time. They really wanted to give someone a chance. And there's a lot of things that tied into it. In fact, a lot of it, you know, the 
the conservatives couldn't get their act together behind John McCain. You know, he just wasn't a guy that inspired a lot of uh, confidence from core conservatives. But the thing that you need to know is we're a long way from November in 2012. Let's keep plugging away at the truth. Bring out the truth about the economy. Bring out the truth how this administration is killing jobs. You've heard it here on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. For all you new listeners, we're glad you're here. Go back on the archives. When you get a chance, flip through the archives on Doc Holliday's Tea Party and listen to the shows. And, and we've brought out many things about how this administration's regulations are killing jobs. And they have this... Belief in green jobs, how everybody's going to sit around and have a green job and it's going to produce all this uh, money in the economy. Well, my goodness, he's since 2008, here we are in 2011. Are you happy yet? The next liberal you, liberal you see say, are you happy? <laughs> you know, is your world so much better than unemployment at 9% and much, much further in debt. You know, you, can, you can't complain and, and blame everything on George Bush, Bush three years later. And I'm telling you, next year, we just got to speak the truth. American people can read through smoke and mirrors and let's speak the truth. So don't be wringing your hands over patting our president on the back for a job well done on getting Osama bin Laden. He was the commander-in-chief and a lot of people went in to put it together. And yes, there's all kind of things you can argue about the intelligence and telling too much afterwards and what we found and what we didn't find. Uh, yes, there is a legitimate argument there. But let's give credit to the president and let's move on. And let's start talking about the truth and the truth about the economy, the truth about the job-killing regulations, the truth about this green jobs economy. Where is it? Where is it? Where's your job? Where's your friend's job? Why is employment, unemployment still at 9%? So those are things we got to talk about. Don't, don't fret over these ratings. Here we are in May of 2011. Speak the truth, and people will come around. They'll know. Now, one of the things we want to talk about is uh, this week's Doc Holliday's Tombstone Award. Now, this week's Doc Holliday's Tombstone Award would not be awarded if it had not been for the death of Osama bin Laden. And I'm going to tell you about that in just a minute. But first, let me tell you about one of our sponsors, Where'sAmericasJobs.com. Go there, Where'sAmericasJobs.com. Just type it in, go there, check it out, and find out where our jobs are going. And find out why American ingenuity needs to come around as you and me and the Tea Party movement saying, let's get jobs back to America. Now, let me also tell you about the Tea Party Review magazine. All my listeners, all of you that have been listening, you've heard me talk about the Tea Party Review magazine before it was ever published. We had an editor on here, uh, Dr. Steve Allen, and it's, they're doing a wonderful job. Right now, as we're speaking, the, I believe issue number three is coming out. If you've not seen it, uh, go to Doc Holliday's Tea Party right there. There's a banner. Click on it. It'll take you right to the Tea Party Review magazine. And check out the different articles. And we'll be seeing the Doc Holliday's Tombstone Award every week on the online version there. So 
Check it out. The Tea Party Review Magazine. If you are not a subscriber, you need to be. Because we are getting geared up for the, the elections of 2012. You need to know what's going on across the nation. You can find out in the Tea Party Review. You can get excited. You know there's other people like you. And you say, I'm not alone. Some of you are listening to this show on the computer thinking, is anybody, is there anybody in the country that, that, uh, that's with me on this? We are not alone. Doc Holliday's Tea Party is telling you, get to the Tea Party Review magazine and realize there's patriots everywhere. We're working together. And you may not see 100,000 at a rally. You might not see 25,000 at a rally. This is the Tea Party movement is, is seeping into other areas of our entire culture, civilization. And we're not going away. We're changing things. You can see it in Washington, Washington now, even though we're not changing as fast and what we need to. They're talking about the debt, and they're talking about doing something about it. And if they don't, we got to throw them out and get somebody who will. But at least they're talking about it. We're making progress. But it'll take the next election won in a big way by Tea Party folks like you and me to really get this country turned around and make sure that we start paying off this debt and let's get our economy back going strong. Now, so this week's Doc Holliday's Tombstone Award. Who does it go to? We need a drum roll. <laughs> Don't have a drum, but we'll just make one up. Now, let me tell you, this week's Doc Holliday's Tombstone Award is going to the investigation. An investigation by the Department of Justice. And you know, this is what Vice President Cheney said. And the Tombstone Award goes to the investigation by the Department of Justice of the CIA interrogators. Did you know that our United States Department of Justice is, is a investigating the interrogators that were under uh, in the Bush administration in the CIA. Now, Vice President Dick Cheney uh, talked about it a couple weeks ago. He said it's an outrage and that the Obama administration continues to investigate the CIA agents who interrogated terror suspects. And they, he claimed they did nothing wrong in expressing concern about the precedent it, set, it sets. It sets a horrible precedent that uh, an administration working under orders that are, that are said to be legal, and then somebody else comes in, another political stripe, and said, no, we're going to prosecute you. We're going to prosecute you. We're going to investigate you. I'm telling you, this is a time Osama bin Laden has been killed, and some of it from the interrogations we got, it's time for the Department of Justice to drop this investigation. Drop it. Drop it now. That's what Eric Holder needs to stand up and have some backbone and say, this investigation is dropped. Hey, he dropped it for the, the Black Panthers and voter intimidation. He just dropped it cold. Why can't he drop something? When we got Osama bin Laden, we know that some of the information more than likely helped lead, lead to the victory of finding this guy that was hiding from American justice. I'm going to tell you a little bit more on this week's Doc Holliday's Tombstone Award because I think we need to hear a little bit more from y'all. Some of you don't know what's going on. And uh, former Vice President Dick Cheney said, uh, these men 
deserve to be decorated. They don't deserve to be prosecuted. And he went on and said, you know, he told everyone there was a complete investigation during the Bush administration that concluded the agents had not violated the law. He said the decision by Holder to reopen that case and hand it over to a special prosecutor sets a terrible precedent, just like we talked about before. How can somebody work to secure American citizens if they know that somebody from another political stripe is going to be looking over them uh, when politics change? And, uh, and Dick Cheney went on and said that uh, these are government employees. They did nothing wrong, as best of, as any of us know. And he said, it's an outrage. They will go after the people who deserve the credit for keeping us safe for seven and a half years. And he's not the only one, former uh, defense department head, uh, Rumsfeld said, echo the same thing, the same sentiment. You know, if you got somebody that's worked for the government, did what you were told, and, and obeyed the laws, and now they can't go out of the country. They may have to hire lawyers to protect them. could cost them financially. The whole uh, pressure, the whole force of the Department of Justice is coming down on them in an investigation. It's making their lives miserable, and it's time it should stop. That's Doc Holliday's Tombstone Award for this week. Goes to the investigation by the Department of Justice on the CIA, former CIA government employees. It should stop now. Now we got to move on. I'm telling you, it's good to have you here on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. We're glad to have you here. We're going to move right into our uh, presidential. We, over the last few weeks, we've been talking about the presidential nomination, Republican Party. And we're going to touch tonight on Mitch Daniels. Mitch Daniels is the present governor of Indiana. As you know, he was in uh, the Bush administration, and he's been serving in Republican circles uh, for many, many years. He is good friends of Haley Barber. Did you know it? they were both thinking about running for president? They were been good friends for uh, many, many years now. And so Mitch Daniels is someone that is well-known in Republican circles and pretty well-known across the nation. I didn't know a lot about him other than he's the governor of Indiana. I knew he had a lot of Republican, a long Republican uh, uh, rise as far as going back many years and working in different uh, administrations and different places. He has a lot of experience. Now, what he's done in Indiana, people will start scrutinizing. He, he's uh, shook up the education system, what they had there, and try to improve that system. In many ways, we'll have to see it going forward if, if he does jump in the race, exactly what he did with the education system there, but he's, he's brought a lot of reform to that. Now, where does he fit in? with uh, social conservatives. <laughs> well, he made some of them mad when he said we needed to call a truce on the culture war. Well, the thing about it is, if you can call a truce, but the, the other side never, never calls a truce. Uh, they're pushing, pushing, pushing. So Mitch Daniels, uh, he called for a truce, so that may be a little difficult in really making the, the, uh, what, the religious right or the social conservatives really think can this guy be our man when he's called for a truce in the, in the culture wars? 
So those are some things Mitch Daniels is going to have to play out, and we'll see what happens and we can see if he can catch on fire. Some reason he, 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 he he's strong, but where is the charisma factor? Maybe much like a Calvin Coolidge type uh, character, but he, he can be moving when he needs to and speaking, and we'll just have to see what Mitch Daniels can do if he decides to put his uh, hat in the ring. So we need to move on to the show, but if you got any uh, any comments on Mitch Daniels, go to my webs, uh, go to my email at radio at tparty.ms, radio at tparty.ms, and tell me what you think about Mitch Daniels. Uh, I will tell you one thing about uh, Governor Daniels, and as I mentioned that he uh, upset a lot of the social conservatives. One thing Ronald Reagan did, and he did very well, and I think Rush Limbaugh mentioned this on his show a couple weeks ago. But one thing Ronald Reagan did, even back in 1977, and that was, you remember, Jimmy Carter just won, and the Republicans were out. This is right after Watergate, and Ford had lost. And, and so Republicans weren't in a real strong uh, contingency. They, they didn't have a, a strong base. And Ronald Reagan... Instead of saying, let's reach out and make a big tent, like so many Republicans are saying now, what did Ronald Reagan do? He said, let's get our core group together. Let's bring the fiscal conservatives and the social conservatives together. And everybody said, that won't work. He's too far to the right. It won't work. You're too conservative, Ronald Reagan. And uh, he had a tough race. Broke, broke out of the primaries. Had a tough race with us sitting president, incumbent president. And then, uh, then right uh, toward the end, he broke away from Carter and won the election, and the rest is history. But he, Ronald Reagan was not afraid to say, let's get our core conservative values together and let's, let's go out and say this is who we are. And I think the Republican Party needs someone to say this is who we are. Even though so many liberals hated Ronald Reagan in many ways, they knew where he came from. They knew what he stood for. And that was a strong strength that uh, kept, him, kept him able to get things done for a, a conservative administration. So let's see if anything comes up with that. Now, Doc Holliday's Tea Party is moving on. I, I told you we're going to talk about some of the where does the war on terror go from here. After Osama bin Laden has been killed... Where does the war on terror go from here? Well, we're going to identify some strategic facts. Let me go down a list here, some things that you may have thought of, you may have heard other places, but we need to really know some definite trends that we're seeing now. One of the most important things is watch Iran. Iran wants the United States out of Iraq. They want the United States out of Afghanistan. They want them out of the region. Why? Well, it's very simple. We surround Iran. We got bases in Afghanistan. We got bases in Iraq. And they know. Don't you doubt for a second that what happened to Osama bin Laden, Iran realizes they came in from Afghanistan. They flew straight in, uh, stealth, undetected, into Pakistan, took out Osama bin Laden. Do you think there's anybody that feels safe in Iran? In a hierarchy, if we need somebody, can we go get them? Well, I think that's what scares Iran to death. And they want America out of Iraq. They want America out of Afghanistan. They don't want America anywhere near Iran. 
And there's uh, there's some reasons why America should think about keeping a, a maybe not a foot uh, print, but maybe a toe print in Iraq. And, of course, we're still battling on in Afghanistan. Uh, another thing we need to look at, the trend of this uh, season of democracy. Everybody praising in Egypt, all the season of democracy. Well, I'm hoping for the best, but we better be prepared for the worst because radicalized Islam, can it be contained? What's going on in Egypt? How is it going to affect their friends, their allies like Israel? One of the things, this is what I would say. You'll hear this on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You may not hear it anywhere else. So listen up. You can determine what's going on in uh, with radicalized Islam, how strong they are by watching the canary in the mine. Watch the canary in the mine. Watch in Egypt what happens to the Coptic Christians. If they are being abused and, and snuffed out and run out, then you better, you better hold on because radical Islam is going like wildfire across the northern tip of Africa and across the Middle East. So just watch what happens to the Coptic Christians. If they're respected and if they are given constitutional rights to be a part of Egypt, which they are very much, have been there. The Coptic Christians been there longer than the Muslims because the Christianity happened before the Muslim religion came about. So that's one of the things you need to watch for. We need to watch for the thermostat of what's going on with radicalized Islam. Watch the Coptic Christians in the nation of Egypt and what's going on there. Another thing, Iran wants the nuclear bomb. We all know that. We can't just keep depending on successful computer viruses to slow them down. But they want the atomic bomb. They want a nuclear bomb. And when they get it, how would it affect the world? It will change the Middle East. It will change it. It will be, we can't put the genie back in the bottle. So whatever it takes, we got to keep that from happening. Uh, Afghanistan and Iraq. Well, what are we going to do now if Osama bin Laden's been taken out? We get out of Afghanistan. We leave every, get every single soldier out of Iraq. These are questions that the Obama administration is going to have to answer. And they can't just say, well, we'll do a little this, a little that. They need to have some bold decisions. And we need to see what's going on and what they'll do. But like I said earlier, we may not need a footprint in Iraq when we leave in Afghanistan, but I think we need a toe print so we can have an air base that we can help out where needed, when needed. Uh, one more thing I'm going to point out before we move on is Hamas and Fatah, and Fatah, uh, Hamas and Fatah, they're in uh, the Palestinians. They have come together and have said that uh, they work, they've unified their government and reconciliation, and Hamas has never has never said that Israel has a right to exist. Now, how can we, how can we work with a government that says Israel has no right to exist? How can you bring about peace? Well, the Obama administration, again, has got some work cut out for it. So those are the things we've got to look at and see what's going on. It's this war on terror. Every one of those things I mentioned are very important, very strategic. 
We need to watch and see what's going on. What we need is a scalable response. America needs to have a scalable response for different contingencies. And whatever it takes to have a scalable response, and if I mean it's a toe print in Iraq and Afghanistan, we must be able to deliver scalable responses that, that come about with whatever the situation necessitates. Now, oh, before I move on to our Rock of Liberty speech, let me just remind you, you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. This is Doc Holliday's Tea Party. I'm the host, Ed Holliday. We're glad to have you listening to us. Tell, tell us about our show uh, and let us know at radio at teaparty.ms. You can let me know. And tell your friends about the show. A lot of your new listeners, I appreciate you staying on, listening. We're about to get to our Rock of Liberty speech. You can go back and listen to our Rock of Liberty speech in the archive section. Sometimes they're fast, sometimes they're slow, sometimes they're loud, sometimes they're soft. But I like to let the Rock of Liberty ring out, ring out across the nation. And this is going to be a little different Rock of Liberty speech today. Let's end up on this. I had a friend, and he has got a business now. Yep, and a good business. He started from scratch and he's built a business, but he's a country boy, sort of like me. And he grew up in the country and in a small town. And so, but he was telling about when he was a young boy, had a horse, got a horse that he could ride. And, boy, he was so happy getting that horse. He got on that horse, and he rode and rode, rode that horse, made that horse run, and that horse started slowing down. And he'd kick it a little and get it going again. And then the horse started slowing down. So he, was, he got off that horse, said as a little boy, went over there and got my cattail, came over there, got back on that horse, and he started whipping that horse. He'd whip it and make him go fast, make him go fast. And then the horse started slowing down again. And he, he got off, got him another cattail. He'd already whipped the other one up, and he got him another cattail and whipped that horse again. That horse started running, started running. And he, he was having fun riding that horse. And every time he tried to slow down, he whipped that cattail. And then the horse finally just stopped. And he whipped at that cattail, and it just stood there. He, you know, he, he got down off his horse. Whipped it again. You know what the horse did? He's telling me about this. and I, I'm like you. I said, what? The horse bit him. The horse bit him. And that's, he said, he always remembered that you can, you can have a good horse, but you can only ride a good horse so far. Did you hear that? You can only ride a good horse so far. Your businesses in America, your business, my business, businesses all across America are being whipped by this Obama administration, by the liberal Democrats, just like the, the, my friend as a boy is whipping that horse with a cattail. We've been whipped by regulation after regulation. we got new uh, mandates going on. Look what's happening to the oil and gas industry. Look how energy is going up. The cost of energy is going up because we got more and more regulation. The environmentalists are making outrageous, outrageous demands. And that's just like whipping that horse, whipping that horse, trying to make the economy go stronger and harder and faster. And I'm telling you, the businesses can only go so far with this regulation. It's time to put it to the stop. It's time to end 
all this crazy regulation. And I don't know how to end it except for make sure you get registered to vote and let's get this Tea Party movement going, the momentum going. And in 2012, just like that horse turned around and bit my friend, he let him know we've had enough. And it's time to back the liberals in 2012. That's the Rock of Liberty speech. We're glad you're listening to us. Make sure you come back next week. We're going to be talking more about our debt, more about the debt ceiling. We've got a lot to talk about and some interesting, interesting ways to present it to you. Come back next week. Can't wait to see you. God bless you and have a great week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.